Welcome to the Breaker Breaker Podcast. This is your host, Dom Z, Dominic, whatever you want. Thank you for clicking on this episode. And this is take two of the Breaker Breaker Podcast episode here. And we're going to talk about a couple of things. First thing I want to get to is if you found me through Facebook advertisements or you found me through Instagram, thanks for popping through. I guess it worked out. And we have a lot of noise in the background. I apologize. It is difficult sometimes getting to the recording and having other people who don't understand what it is to let you record in complete silence. So, with that being said, I apologize for the length of time. I know it was a couple of weeks back when we recorded last, and it was all about our Norco robbery, which I got a couple little feedbacks because there was somebody I know personally who actually uh, was trained by one of the responding officers to that bank robbery out there in 1980, which is pretty cool. Um, Small world, as they say. Small world, as they say. As they say, small world. So, but let's get into what I wanted to talk about today. A lot of little different things I wanted to talk about. There's um, my trip down to LA. That was weird. I did that a few, uh, few weeks back. Also, there is uh, this amazing addiction that Americans have for Starbucks. And I unfortunately have got my kid, my preteen, completely wrapped up in this addiction for Starbucks. So we were outside practicing a little sport that she likes to play. And we come back inside and I go, you know what? I'm going to sit down. I'm going to start recording, do my thing. And then she blows up my phone with all these gifs of Starbucks, like a barista serving Starbucks, um, anything that had a logo of Starbucks. Like she just blew my phone up like four and all of it was, let's go get Starbucks. I'm like, dude, are you serious? Like you're 12. Come on, preteen, knock it off. Anyway, so she... So I started thinking about it and I go, oh, you know what? And, I, and I've been thinking about it for a while because it, it, she's, been, she's been asking for Starbucks all the time. Like it's a normal thing. And what we used to do when she was young, we would get the high energy, high caffeinated drinks. And then we would get her the strawberries and cream or what's well, the other one? Uh, vanilla bean drink. And now she doesn't get those anymore. Now she gets the pink drink. So if you guys know what the pink drink is, it's that drink that has uh, strawberry and coconut. And those that drink, it's, it's really good. I, I've had it before and I enjoy the taste on a hot day. Woo, delicious. So we get her that drink, but we're a caffeine-free kid house, okay? We get the drinks that like the Sprites when she gets soda. And then she doesn't really like Cokes anyway. She'll do like a root beer, but for the most part, all caffeine free. Well, now one day she points out, Hey dad, look, and she points over to the left and I look over and it's across the way from a Starbucks and there's a poster of, um, of the pink drink and some other drink. I can't remember what it was like dragon fruit or some nonsense. And I look over and it says, has caffeine, strawberry and coconut, the pink drink. And I go, Oh dude, this whole time. 
<laughs> had no idea, but she's been drinking caffeine and then now she's fiending for it like a caffeine fiend. Like, hey, let's go get a, let's go to Starbucks. Let's go to Starbucks. And American women, you have a problem and it's a Starbucks problem. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. How many of you fellas out, hey, fellas, how many of you guys have girls who like to go to Starbucks and get that $5 drink? It's like crack. It is for women. Safe, safer, except for the calories, but much safer than crack <laughs> or drugs, minus that's caffeine. So you want to you wanna brighten up an, uh, the day at someone's job, your, your wife or your girlfriend, just bring Starbucks. And don't get me wrong, boys, men, we like Starbucks too, but not as much as the ladies, man. I can go anywhere. I, ro- I roll up with four, you know, you know, mocha frappuccinos, maybe a couple lattes, regular, you know, ice cold lattes. Poof. I'm the man of the hour. You know, watch out. Ladies be asking for my phone number. You know, they want to, they want to take me out to dinner all for Starbucks. I don't know why it is what it is. So anyway, <laughs> my preteen over there is looking at me like, what? That never happens. <laughs> no, it doesn't happen. Cause I never, I'm not going to spend I'm not going to spend, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20, 20. Okay, I'm lying. I have spent that much on Starbucks for the girls. So, and she's, my daughter's not the only one who likes the Starbucks. Everybody in the damn family likes the Starbucks. It's like their heads will spin around if I show up with a bunch of Starbucks. Oh my God, you're amazing. You're the man. You're so awesome. Oh, high fives. Oh, you're the best. You're the best uncle. You're the best cousin. You're the best stepdad. Can you be my dad too? Damn, that's awesome. Like, what? Okay, enough of that. So there you go. Try to live a caffeine-free life for your kids and didn't pan out. So now she's hooked. So pink drink. So that's my rant, I guess, about Starbucks. But anyway, so let me move on. Let's move out of here. Let's get off this. Uh, let's get off of this this train, this uh, Starbucks train. I want to talk to you guys a little about something. Let me get, let me get comfortable here because... Uh, yeah, let me get comfortable. Make sure I don't get the, the cords all messed up. So this is going to be a little bit of a different episode, obviously, as you can already tell. There's no special particular stories I have prepped for you. But what I do have prepped is my own experience. Uh, when I was young, I thought, you know, I'm going to live the city life. I'm going to get one of those little loft-style apartments, you know, above the above the street the busy street, the downtown street or the old town street or, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be for back in the day, I thought that was going to be my life. And it was going to, I was going to be daddy cool, you know, living up there in the loft artiste style. That's what I thought. And, um, and, you know, and to a degree, I think I was living that lifestyle. Some of, some of you who probably listen to this podcast, who are old close friends of mine will probably attest to that. And like, this guy was a nut job. <laughs> this kid, this guy was crazy in his early twenties. And yeah, I was. Now I'm like a grown up. <laughs> so, so that being said, as you well know that I have a preteen now. If you guys obviously have heard that, um, I have a family, and that comes with a lot of responsibility if you are willing to take on that responsibility, and. <clears throat> One of those things is 
being able to teach your kids right from wrong, making good choices, bad choices, things like that. And so you want to um, pretty much like guide them in a, in a positive way. So, and by doing this is I take my kid, my daughter to a lot of different places, you know, not lately cause we, she's been really busy with her own sports and things like that. And after school activities, music, things like that. And that's another thing that we do. We keep her busy. We keep her involved. So, and then, and her mom likes to also do artsy fartsy things as well. Educational things. So a few weeks ago, I decided, let me get to the point. Let me just get to the point. I decided to take the whole family. You guys might've seen uh, some posts on Instagram actually uh, regarding this little, little trip. I went to the oldest, oh, I'm sorry, the last bookstore. That's the name of the bookstore. The last bookstore out in LA, downtown LA. Boy, well, let me tell you guys, if you're from LA, <clears throat> you know, you know what I'm about to start talking about. The last bookstore is a very, very cool store. Um, I would recommend going there. And we were there for a couple hours looking at books. I found a couple books. The girls found a couple books. You know, the whole family had fun. We were looking at a very cool bookstore. Uh, what? But let, let me back up. Let me back out. We'll talk about the bookstore in a minute. Let's talk about where it's at. It's located in downtown LA. Okay. Downtown LA has a problem. They got a lot of cool stuff down there. They got a Starbucks. <laughs> they got a Starbucks, guys. Um, but they have a big problem. And their big problem is the drug addicts. And I know I'm going to sound like some old fogey. Get those damn drug addicts. Okay, but this is a serious thing. The people who are doing, literally doing drugs in front of the people not doing drugs. Then you have the homeless people. Then you have the homeless people doing the drugs. And then you have the non-homeless people doing the drugs. Then you just have the homeless people. And then you have the the homeless people because they're homeless because they're uh, they have mental health issues. So what's the deal? What's the remedy? And then you have the the PD. You know, I get it. But they had one police officer, a motorcycle cop, around the corner, just chilling, doing nothing. He was on his phone. And if I would have said something, he would have, he would have attacked me. Maybe, you know, like, well, what is it to you, man? What is it to you? Like, really dude, your uniform is nicely pressed. Looks beautiful, immaculate. Your bike is super clean, but what are they going to do? I feel like maybe that their hands are tied because the pro, the, the plan is you, you get the homeless guys off the street for like a minute and they go right back. And let me tell you about the homeless. There were a lot of them. So let me just tell you my experience. I, like I said, I don't go to, I don't go to downtown LA very often. And this is one of the reasons why, like I said, when I was younger, this would have been an adventure. No problem. I can handle it. But why do I don't want, I just tell you. So we're walking. I'm like, man, I got to go to the restroom. Well, you don't get to use the restroom unless you buy something out there, okay? So I go down to this diner. First, I go to Starbucks with the family. Hey, you guys, you guys have a restroom? No, we don't have a restroom. 
well, okay, I guess you're just going to pee in the street just like the rest of the people here, huh? Okay, cool. So we go down the street, and I hit up this little diner, little hole in the wall, and the girl goes, oh, yeah, go ahead, use the restroom. And it's really for my kid. So we go in there, and then there's this dude sitting right there, all tweakered out, pockmarked all over his face, wearing a security guard's jacket. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, <laughs> you're a security guard? Like, no way. So I start texting the little lady as, hey, I'm down the, I'm down the road over here at the diner. And she's in Starbucks getting Starbucks because, you know, crack. That's her crack. So she's like, okay, I'll come over. And I give her the name of the uh, restaurant, diner, whatever. And so she walks over <laughs> and if we're, we're sitting there. I'm waiting and I'm texting and this dude who's sitting in the diner looks like a security guard, turns around, looks at me and he starts telling me, Hey, don't take my picture. I'm like, what? No one's taking your picture, dude. Like what's up? And I realize he's one of the behavioral health problems. And it's not because he was born that way. It's because he's done so much meth that they have, they're giving themselves schizophrenia okay it's not a it's not a i was born with schizophrenia it's you're doing too much drugs and now you have it that's one of the side effects of methamphetamines so all of these people who don't do drugs who've never studied it who've never who talk about oh well they have it's sad they have behavioral health problems blah 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 they need help yeah like not doing drugs learning from their mistakes from the first time you know, I can't, I can't say I have a solution for it, but LA has the problem. Okay. So this guy is like eyeballing me and he's like kind of aggressive with his words. Like, Hey, you know, talk to me. Don't take my photo, blah, blah, blah. You know, getting, you know, mumbly and kind of looking at me and I look at him in his face. I'm like, Hey dude, I'm not taking your photo. You better chill out. You know? And he's like, well, I know that has a camera on it and I used to work for Qualcomm or I know he told me he did work for Qualcomm. That's the, uh, the, the chip maker for most cell phones in like the U S and, um, and so he starts like trying to argue with me. I'm like, dude, just turn around, (laughs) just turn around, dude. And so then the little lady, she pops up with her Starbucks, of course. And she's like, and I go, Hey, what? No, actually I, my daughter gets out of the, out of the bathroom and I go, no, 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 I got to go too, but you're not going, <laughs> you're not going out there by yourself waiting for me. So I took her into the restroom with me and I said, okay, just look at the wall or something. I'm going to go to the restroom because there's no way I was going to let her sit out there waiting for this dude just to uh, harass her. Like, you know, ugh. so anyway, so I, we get out and this, Anyone knows if you're a parent, you don't leave your kid outside. In a, when you go to the public restroom, you drag them in there. You give them the cell phone. I remember when I was my kid was a little baby. I go here, hold my phone. She would look at the phone and watch uh, backyard again videos. Uh, you know what that is? It's like an old Nickelodeon show. And she would just look. You would hear from a stall the backyard again theme song at like a Target. <laughs> And it was kind of funny. Anyway, the things we do as parents, right? Keep our kids safe. And it, and how dare anybody try to tell me different, right? Because then, like, how many years later, Target says that everybody could use the bathroom. So, you know, piss off. Do what I want, right? 
So anyway, back to the story of LA. So then I walk out and this dude's still there. And then I tell my old lady, hey, go ahead, use the restroom. She's like, yeah. So she jumps in there. She goes to the bathroom, does her thing. And then we leave. And I tell her, I go, dude, no, no. She turns on. She goes, oh my God. She's like, just walking from Starbucks to here, which is literally like less than a hundred feet. And she goes, it was creepy. There was like people following me. <laughs> they were following me. <laughs> they weren't following you. They were just being homeless and nowhere to go she goes no that means they're following me it's like all right whatever so we made it over to the bookstore i'll get into the bookstore later i'm gonna go into fast forward into when we're leaving the place so we have already left the bookstore at this point and we're walking down the street i'm thinking okay let's just go like explore you know because it's downtown la like you know i drove through traffic to get to this damn area so let's make it worth our while so we're walking around and uh, there's dudes in the middle of the street yelling. And there's a damn bus <laughs> that's rolling in the middle of the street. And the bus driver is like acting like it's normal. It's nonchalant, like just business as usual. I'm the bus driver, no big whoop de doo And this fool is in the middle of the road, eyeballing the bus and yelling obscenities and like bleh, bleh, acting all crazy. And then he, he eyeballs me and my girls are like right behind me and he eyeballs me and I just give him that death stare. Like, nope, don't even think about it. Cause I already know, I already know, you know, they're gonna, he's going to come over and talk to me because here's the thing about the behavioral health problem, the folks that live on the streets, they're crazy up until the point of getting arrested Money and food, those three things. So I was waiting for this guy to come over and start trying to talk to me and ask for money. I know I sound like a big jerk right now, but when you've got your family with you and you're walking down the street, like that's the last thing you want to, well, I mean, one of the first things I'd like to see is crazy people in the streets, which is pretty fun. But when you have your 12 year old daughter, you know, you don't know what these people are capable of doing. And you don't know if they're just going to go off the rails. And what's even crazier, this guy looked clean. He didn't look dirty. But then like 30 seconds later, you walk up the street a little bit further and boom, you got the dirty ones. And they're like, ah, ah, like looking like zombies. And it's weird because the coherent ones, they stay out of the way. They don't go and bug people. These people are just walking around on the streets, just randomly doing stuff. And like, it just boggles my mind because you have all of the the people who, you know, the business owners and people who are running businesses, they just kind of just let it happen, you know? I'm pretty sure there's somebody out there, though, that's pretty pissed off about it, that works there and lives there. Um, I know I am sound kind of cold right now, but like I said, it seems to be the problem. So it gets better. It gets a lot better. So I said, you know what? I'm done. Let's just get out of here. Let's get out of here. I'm tired of looking at all these homeless people over here and no one's, no one does a damn thing about it. I'm out. Let's go. So we start taking off. We're walking, we're walking, we're walking at, um, back to our, to the car. And I see this old time cause I like old stuff. I like old stuff. The building, there's a building, it's downtown LA. I remember. And I look up and there's this guy standing out front and I go, Hey man, what's this, uh, what's this building for? Oh, we're using it. As, they use it as a church right now. I'm like, Oh wow, that's crazy. I go, imagine this is what this used to be. And 
up in the lettering, it said like uh, Los Angeles Stock Exchange or something like that. So basically, it's an old, you know, financial building office, whatever you want to call it, back in like, you know, 30s, 40s, and 50s. That's what it would have been. And now they're using it for like a club, church, whatever, whatever they can use it for. Also, a spot for homeless dudes to hang out behind or in front of it. So anyway, so Molly's walking with my daughter and I turn around, look over and I go, what the hell? And she goes, and she waits for me. And I walk in, she goes, oh my God, did you see that? And I go, what? I go, that guy just did powdered drugs straight from his hand, <laughs> from, from like a little box. He had a little box in his hand, a little metal, you know, like tin box. And he just, with a straw, just sniffed right off his hand while he's walking. <laughs> what? And I'm like, oh my God, are you serious? And he goes, yeah. And then he just like eyeballed me and just smiled and just kept on walking. Like no big deal. No big whoop de doo So, hey buddy. If you're listening to this podcast, um, <laughs> I wish you the best of luck because, man, you are living you're living the life, dude. Oh, man. I'm probably going to die young, too. Um, hopefully not. Anyway, so after that, I was like, all right, well, let's just let's get out of here. This is ridiculous. There's no need for us to be here anymore. We already did what we wanted to do. We came here and now we're done. Let's get out of here. So we bounced. We got to the car and we took off. And then as we're driving out, because you don't just drive out of there. You don't just leave. There's no just leaving. It's not just like, boop, right onto, the, right onto the highway and you're gone. You actually have to navigate through downtown, you know, streets. Some of them are one-way streets. You can't go backwards. You got to go forwards. Um, you can only make a left because of the one-way street action. So we ended up making like this kind of like a roundabout turn left, right, left, left type business. And you can't go, you're not going fast because you're in downtown and there's all kinds of other cars doing the same thing. So I'm keeping an eye on where I'm going. Okay. And then my old lady turns around and goes, yeah, there's a guy right there. And let me give you the time frame. This is three o'clock in the afternoon. It's broad daylight. And there's a guy with his pants down peeing against the wall on the street. So that's the, uh, that's the, that's your famous downtown LA. Now, mind you, if you look at the map, we're probably really close to Skid Row, but the simple fact that there's even a Skid Row exists. And I know I'm late to the game when it comes to talking about the homeless people down there, but man, all I wanted to do is just go have a nice time, go to this place, check out the stuff. And a lot of people will do, and it's fine. They ignore it. And that's what you kind of do, but not everybody runs a podcast. So here I am. <laughs> so if you are visiting LA, it is a big major city and it has homelessness and you will ex- expect to see that. It's not like a, it's not a, it's not uncommon. Uh, San Francisco, New York, some of the big cities, they have homelessness and they have people taking dumps in the middle of the street or urinating, whatever you want to call it, defecating. And this is what happens. Okay. So uh, they want to just throw more money at it. And I don't think that's the solution. I don't have a solution, but that's what they do. They just throw money at it. And these people have, they know how to game the system. A lot of these folks, you know, but then I just recently read an article that saying that there's a lot of homeless people that are dying out there in LA, literally dying in LA. Like what? So 
I guess if you have a chance to help homeless people, go for it. Um, educating them, getting them off drugs would probably be the best thing to do, but it's hard, especially um, takes certain types of people to do that patience because these, some of these people, they don't want to be like normal per se. They don't want to have like a regular home of rent. They don't want to pay rent. They, all that stuff. They just, it's not, it's not in the cards for them. So, but anyway, as a outsider looking in when I was down there, uh, other than that, pretty cool. <laughs> Minus the, the defecating in the middle of the street. Uh, pretty cool. So that takes me up to the next topic. Um, I know I sounded pretty cold, but then again, if you're trying to expose your children to people peeing in the streets and doing drugs on the streets, walking around, that's the best place to go, apparently. So, um, oh, and then here, I'm not done. There's a spot right there where the police station's at. It's downtown LA police station. I'm looking over the right and I go, oh, look, they don't dare mess around over here by the police station. And my girls are like, look across the street, look to your left. I look over to the left and I go, what the heck? There's a dude with no shirt on. He's in shorts, kind of tatted up, flailing his arms and talking obscenities. And there's other homeless dudes like looking at him like, you go, boy. <laughs> and he's like, ah, and right across the street from the police station. So there you go. Not one cop inside either. Oh, and then <laughs> what's even better, they even had the, uh, the scooters, the ones that you rent. Not one of those scooters looked like I wanted to put my hands on it. Not one of them. You know, the little electric scooters that you can uh, buy Bird or whatever the company is. You download the app and then you just do 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 and then you ride them. Man, there was people riding them, right? But they were riding them to get the hell out of there because <laughs> they were nasty. Oh, man. It was, they looked all dirty and gross. Oh, man. So anyway, so let me go ahead and just quit with the homeless. If you're going to go to L.A., prepared to not be shocked because you just heard this podcast and don't be shocked. All right. So let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on to the bookstore where we actually went. So if you might've seen the posts on my Instagram, there's this pretty cool bookstore out there called the last bookstore. And this bookstore, uh, wow. It was pretty cool. It It was big. It was two stories. It used to be a bank. Um, it used to be a bank, and then what's really, really cool about this place is still they still use the vaults. So one of the vaults that they have, it's got the big swing door, big you know steel or iron doors, whatever it is. It's still there, and that door inside there was the old antique books dated anywhere from like the 1800s to the 50s, 1950s. And they were like one of the guys who was kind of like watching that area. He was like telling me, oh, yeah, that works there, of course. He was telling me, oh, these books are really, really, really old, but they're not cataloged. We don't know what's in there. We just obtained them and we just threw them in the vault. So whatever it is that's in there, you never know. It could be worth a million dollars. We have no idea. We just sell them for whatever. And then the prices of those books were like three dollars, five dollars two dollars a book for these antique books i found a whole entire a whole entire encyclopedia set um dated from like the early 1900s or late 18 no it was 19 something i don't 1901 1902 it was like a whole entire set 
I think it was missing two books, but it was like a whole set. I was going to look it up, but I totally forgot. I don't think it was worth very much, but the condition of the books was not like a hundred percent, but there were some other books that were like, wow, that's an old, old ass book. <laughs> so that, that was pretty cool to see. And then of course I found one of my zombie books over there, um, an, with an old cover on it. And I reached out to the author and he was like, Oh, that's an old cover and blah, blah, blah. So very, very cool. It was actually called, um, day by day Armageddon by JL Bourne. It's a pretty cool book. Uh, good storyline. If you like zombies, I believe this book predates like walking dead. So you can get on that train and you won't be disappointed. So very creepy, very creepy. And if you get the audio version, um, the guy who narrates it, who does the story, his name is Jay Snyder and he's got that real low voice and he's like June 24th, you know, like, and he just, it, beautiful beautiful at first when i first heard it i was like man this is putting me to sleep but then once i started getting into the content oh dude i was like on the edge of my seat like oh my god oh zombies in the windows so anyway day by day armageddon so check that check it out pretty good so if you're catching this episode and you made it this far i feel like there's a lot of content in here for you so like that the last bookstore and that book by J.L. Bourne. So I'm not trying to like hawk it on you guys, but it's a damn good book, which I should do a whole episode on that book because he's got like three of them out and it's pretty crazy. Uh, anyway, so let's move on. Let's move on. So this bookstore, two stories, old bank. Then they have another vault upstairs and that's where all the horror books are. And that's actually where I found that book upstairs on the uh, second story. And it's so funny. If you go to the, my Instagram page for the um, breaker breaker podcast, and somebody posted, well, I posted the photo, but somebody put right there under serial killers and they put Hillary Clinton's book right there and it said serial killers and it, hers was like right there, like displayed. So if you want to check that out, it's on uh, the Breaker Breaker podcast Instagram page and you can see it there, but yeah, that's funny. So, and then I don't know, people liked the photo when I posted in there and I don't know if they're thinking that like I'm pro Hillary Clinton or something, but that wasn't the case. I hope they were actually looking in detail that what I had put, cause it says, cause I actually wrote like, who did this? And I thought it was the funniest thing because it's all Hillary Clinton's book and it's got a picture of her on the front cover and then it said serial killers on the bottom. <laughs> And I was like, what the hell? And I thought that was the, like the funniest thing. Um, you, I guess you'd have to know a little history on Hillary Clinton to know that. Why that makes sense too. So, or why somebody right there who would, at the bookstore would put that there. I don't know who did that, but you are now a hero. <laughs> you are a jokester, a troll. And, and that being said, that was in the horror section. And that was also in a vault. And the whole premise of putting the horror books into the vault, into that vault, was to protect the patrons from the horror books. Keep them locked away. All the creepy story books. So that's what the that's what the guy downstairs told me. So, And then well, while you're walking around upstairs, they had like this cool, you know, all these cool like artwork pieces that were made out of books. And then if you walk along like the loft area, which is like the second story, pretty much that kind of wraps around 
the top of the bookstore. If you go to my Instagram page, I th- there might be a photo up there. Or you could just look it up, the last bookstore uh, in LA. And you walk through, and then there's a, what do you call that? Like, um, like there's this tunnel they made of books. It's kind of cool. You can walk through it, and there's all these books, and you, you're not supposed to really touch them. So, hands off, boys and girls. And then if you keep going... They have like a little art section with some pictures on the wall that people drew and photographed and whatever. And then they have a few stores, like a little unique little stores. Like there was one store where there was these uh, couple kids, a couple girls running the store and they had like cameras and all kinds of vintage style stuff. Like some of the cameras they had were um, old SLR cameras, 35 millimeter. Some of them were like film cameras that you can, you had to use, you had to like wind it to, to make it go. So a lot of cool stuff there, a lot of old stuff. So I do recommend if that that place as a a point, you know, on your uh, your to do list, a bullet point to go over there. To, if you're in LA and you want, it's totally worth the trip. Um, get in there, find a parking spot. Uh, I use ParkWiz. It's an app on my phone called ParkWiz, and they'll find it'll find you a parking spot. You buy it on your phone. It's usually like seven bucks, usually cheaper than what they charge. Maybe it's 10 bucks sometimes. You get coupons. And then you just scan it into these little parking places that are, you know, indoor, underground, or wherever. And you don't have to go looking. You just find it on your map, get there, park, you're good. So I've done, I've used it a couple times and it's worked out great. So try that. Park Wiz. Anyway, so yeah. Parkways, try it out, guys. Um, definitely worth the uh, the visit, though. As I was saying, <laughs> definitely worth the visit. So get there. Uh, of course, there's other places I've been to down in LA, like Chinatown. That's a really interesting spot. Chinatown's super super cool. Kind of weird, but um, my last visit there wasn't as as great. Wasn't as much homeless people, but I did traverse down to Olivera Street, which we did go through the homeless people to get to Olivera Street. But once you get to Olivera Street, boo, party time, tacos, uh, beer, micheladas, mm, delicious. So, but back to that bookstore, guys, I definitely highly recommend checking it out. It's a nice little tourist spot if you want to go there. And uh, that being said, uh, I'm going to have to leave you guys. And, um, this is another book, another episode down in the tubes, down in the tubes, down in the ear holes. And I hope you've enjoyed this experience. And if you live and work in LA or you drive to LA, I, sorry, (laughs) sorry. If you live in LA and you have like some kind of pride for it, um, I know that there's other areas that are very, very cool. And I've had friends that lived out there, especially when when you're young, when you're young, you can tank, you kind of tend to to block all that stuff out, you know, and you worry about your parents worrying about that stuff for you. You let your parents worry about that stuff, and I guess that's what I was doing. Just thinking about it, like, man, this isn't like the kid zoo, you know. This is the, this is the adult zoo. Next time I come down here, I'm gonna come down here to do cool shit, like you know, drink beers and stuff, and go with adults. Maybe maybe nightlife it, you know what I mean. But there's people like eating in little restaurants and just watching the homeless people. Like it was just part of the daily routine. So I guess you guys are used to it. If you live in LA and I get it, I get it. But then like I left and drove out and I was like, whew, 
we're away. We're gone. Back, back to the, uh, back to, you know, normalcy, I guess. Yeah. And I know I'm making a probably a big deal out of it. I got a few friends. They're like, you're soft. You guys are soft. You You know who you are, buddy. (laughs) You know who you are. Uh, But then again, these folks have kids too, and they don't go out there. (laughs) So when they go out there, they're like, we're only going to a specific space, and that's it. We're not going to travel on the streets and walk around and see the natives and the locals. Well, that's what I like to do. I like to go out and adventure when we do do things like that. But then it kicks me right in the pants because then I end up going, damn it. This is gross. Why, why did we do this? So anyway, that's just me and my adventurous side. But anyway, guys, uh, I appreciate Jeez, that was loud. I appreciate you guys clicking on the link, checking out the podcast, and we will catch you guys probably a lot sooner than last time because uh, I took a little break in between the last episode and today. So go ahead and subscribe and uh, watch out, guys, in L.A. And uh, you know, don't get a ticket. And if you need to pee, just pee on the street. Because <laughs> everyone's doing it. So, in fact, I'm going to go take a pee right now out in the street. Not really. Well, maybe. I don't know. Just, I need to get a drink of water. It is summer, so it will evaporate quick. So, anyway, guys, uh, make sure you guys uh, buckle up and uh, stay cool because summer is upon us. Time to get that sun's out, buns out. Sun's out, buns out. All right, guys. Peace.